1: So I have a parade of techniques that's very, very timely.
0: I was hoping you would.
1: All right. So guess what's back? What's back? Contingent offers.
0: Oh, swell!
1: Almost every marketplace has them back again. However, we got a new tool at our disposal. It's called the supersede, the automatic supersede. I love this tool. You've got to get yourself one. So you accepted your- Sounds
0: like a DC Comics hero. Isn't it great? The supersede.
1: Automatic supersede. So here's the way it works. You take the contingency. Yeah. But you know how in the old days, like pre-COVID, pre-fast market, buyer's market, you would have a 48-hour contingency, 72-hour contingencies if you go far enough back in the history of selling real estate. Yeah or even 24 hour contingency. So this is an automatic cancellation. I love it. Let me just read you this one line. There's all kinds of detail, but sellers accept. So in other words, the seller retains the right to keep their property on the market, same as any contingency, right? It's a contingent acceptance. However, seller may continue to offer property for sale and may accept another offer without giving advance notice to buyer. Seller's acceptance of the subsequent offer shall automatically render this contract null and void. That's what an automatic supersede is. And seller shall promptly notify buyer that this has occurred. Don't you love it? Don't even have to tell the buyer. Don't even have to give them like first right of refusal. They know no. if they don't get going, you could take another offer and knock them out of there. I like it. So I it's think it's Put efficient. up or shut up clause. I think it's efficient. Yeah. And it prevents, you know, because what's the problem with accepting a contingency? A non-contingent buyer makes an offer and might not get it, might not find out for 24 hours or 48 hours that they get it. So this removes that. They automatically get it if the seller takes their offer. I love it.
0: KYFC, keep your fingers crossed. Keep your fingers crossed.
1: That's right.
0: Well, I have a parade.
1: And I have a parade.
0: It came out about as a result of an nasty Experts.
1: Oh, I love those. Yeah,
0: I'm working expireds. This happened a few weeks ago. And I'm working uh, an expired campaign going back years. And it's taking me six to eight hours a week to vet the leads before I call them to see who's actually come back on the market if the owner's still in the property, you know, finding the contact information. How do I cut that time down? And they got all kinds of suggestions, and then I suggested Shine at Viast Outsourcing. And now what used to take eight hours is one hour, and the other six or seven hours he can spend talking to people instead of doing computer research.
1: Yeah, if you're looking for a virtual assistant, V-I-A-S-T, V like in Victor, Viast, based in the Philippines, and our contact is Shine, S-H-I-N-E. Get a hold of us or Google it. But they're great. They're well-trained. They're Wickmanized trained. And they're inexpensive.
0: Incredibly affordable.
1: Yeah, you don't have to do withholding. You don't have to pay tax, you know, employment. Anyway, check it out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ask the experts. Your turn.
1: Oh, my turn. My turn. Holy cow! All right, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, so the question is, I've got two investors, two buyers. Both of them are cash buyers. They want to buy, fix up, flip. But I'm having trouble. I kind of, I don't know what to tell them. I, I'm very much lacking in confidence that they can buy right now, buy right right now, mm. flip it. I want to be able to say, and this is a great property because in six months when you get everything done, you'll be able to flip it and make a profit. And I don't feel that way. Like, I'm scared. I'm nervous. What do I do? And by the way, I got a ton. Look at this. Wow. I got a ton of advice. So anyone that's working, by the way, you could Mary said, this look at
0: this. What she meant was she <laughs> held up her notebook to me and said, look at all these notes I took. Because we take voluminous notes
1: I want to just rattle off with no qualifying no okay. bad indifferent but I'm choosing this as my ask the experts question because I think there are some of our listeners maybe who are working with investors or maybe it's not an investor but it's a buyer who's questioning is this really the right time to buy is my property going to continue to go up in value so anyway here's what she heard shop shop the listings on the market look for those properties that have been on the market for 14 days or more, Mm. show those to your buyers. Yes. Here's another one. Educate them. Find them a good deal. Look in an area that would be quick to bounce back. That triggered another thought uh, from the next person. The area choice is first. There are certain areas that even if everything goes down are quicker to recover. And she cited the example of on the bus line, on the way to the hospital, West Campus, Uh you know, like that area is always hot. It's the first to recover. Um, Here's one. Why are you responsible for their decision of what to do with their money? Stop thinking like that. That is not your job. Your job is to sell them a house. I love that. Okay. And then there was, I found, I know of five properties that are going to come up for sale in my mom's neighborhood. Now, I don't have my real estate license, but I know of five. Who am I giving those leads to? You know what the answer is? Nobody. Yeah. Because you know why? No one has asked for them. And the heck if I'm going to pick up the phone and and tell someone, I know of five properties that are going to come on the market. If someone asked me, though, I would tell them. So look for old people. Look for people that are going to die. <laughs> look for people that know someone who's old and is on their way out and is ready to get sized down.
0: Well, it's transitions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and then how about this one? Um, years ago, my company hired Tom Lundstedt. He owns over 200 properties in Phoenix, Arizona at the time. an investment, uh, he was an investor. And he would come and do investment seminars. And he said something that I will never forget. He said... If you invest your money in yardsticks that shrink, you'll never get ahead. Now, what's a yardstick that shrinks? According to Tom, it would be stocks and bonds, things that can get smaller. Investing your money in money. Crypto. Well, he believed, and I guess I've lived my life believing, the yardstick, the best yardstick, the one that I know the most about is real estate. Real estate always keeps pace with inflation. When inflation is rampant, guess what? Rents go up. Right. You know, so do the taxes, so does everything else. But your yardstick doesn't lose value. So, go sell them a house.
0: <laughs> do Love your it. job. Love it. I have a theme going this weekend. You as the, uh, Yeah, three Ooh. different people.
1: Oh.
0: <clears throat> and one of them was uh, reporting that in its infinite wisdom, the provincial government of British Columbia has instituted a new three-day cooling-off period. Mm. And what does that mean? It means the buyer can change their mind.
1: Right of rescission. Yes. You, can, you get that with va- if you buy a vacuum cleaner in Minnesota. I mean, really. You, so have, you don't, <laughs> you don't <clears throat> have to go through with it the following day.
0: So here's what happened. My buyer walked away two hours before closing.
1: Oh, geez.
0: I had three deals collapse in one week, the first time ever. Um, I got two buyers who are backing out of what I consider their best option.
1: Oh, no. <clears throat>
0: so how do I, what what conversation can I have with these? What do I do about this? Wait,
1: this is the same person that had all this happen in That's one week? three
0: different people. Oh, okay, okay. So it's all the same issue wrapped up into an Ask the Experts Mm -hmm. question, which is, what do you do about it when all this happens? How do you prevent it? And the number one answer was frame the narrative. I don't know if you saw that Dave Ramsey quote, you know, where he talked about the next five years is the best time to be buying a house. Because demand is real. I mean, a lot of people pay attention to the Dave Ramseys of this world. So as you frame this narrative in speaking to your buyers, those who are either threatening to back out or in the process of backing out or dithering about changing their minds, you put together a narrative that keeps them together, that keeps them on track. And that's one way.
1: So, you know what that, what you just said is first you have to believe. Yeah. So that you can communicate to them.
0: It's a symptom of the market that we're in. Yeah. Where patience is really the key. You got to ask them, hey, what's plan B for you? Mm -hmm. Right? Ask that sharp angle question. If you knew for a fact that this house was worth every penny and it was going to go up in value. And look at, the, look at the numbers. You know, Las Vegas has always been a screwy market, right? Yeah. It's very volatile. Yeah. Well, they've had, this year to date, 27% fall through rate.
1: I think nationally it's 15 Yeah, 15%. In the U.S. Uh, not Canada, yeah. I, don't know, I don't
0: know, Canada. 15% across the country. Yeah. And that's a symptom. Yeah. This is the market that we're in. And knowing that. You prepare yourself for that. You prepare yourself to deal with it. And not only do you frame the narrative for your buyers, but you got to take care of your own psychology. For sure. And somebody said, what do you do when you have a big win? Well, you celebrate, right? Well, when something falls apart, what do you do? Well, you don't celebrate. Drink. You do the opposite. Jump off a
1: bridge. Yeah.
0: Mope. <laughs> well, it's it's like mourning. Yeah. So, what is mourning about? Mourning is about setting a deadline. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to grieve over this for
1: twenty-four hours. Okay. Twelve hours.
0: You know, if you're still sitting in the corner in your fluffy white terry cloth robe Suck two weeks later, right. you know that's that's the problem. Yeah. But arm yourself and then be eternally vigilant about your attitude because working on that is almost our full-time profession
1: how about this how about add a little bit to your goal so that when they fall through remember who taught us that when we were at business breakthrough a few years back i factored in a fall-through rate for the first time ever and this year when things fell through i went well i factored all that in i'm still on track for my goal I yeah. really like that kind they of They don't
0: hurt as much.
1: And that's controlling your thinking as right. well.
0: For sure. So understand, this is the market that we're in.
1: This it, is the market we have it's chosen. It's going to happen.
0: <laughs> Go watch Godfather 2, you know. <laughs> this is the business we have chosen. I love it. Yeah. And you know what? It beats being an employee.
1: Well, heck yeah. Especially because none of your fellow employees are showing up for work these days. <laughs>
0: Oh, my. Enjoy your week.